This podcast is produced by Sunnydale Studios. I begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast today and pay my respects to their elders past and present. By popular demand. Oh my God, the fans, the fans wanted me. Bianca Dye breastfed my child. <laughs> Thirsty much? Fuck the meditation. Did you lick a pussy or not? Bianca! I know! When have I ever been wholesome though? That is so unladylike. Happy Monday, everyone. We had a recording break last week. We were supposed to have the fabulous Jules Robinson on, but due to the public holiday, we've had to postpone. To be honest, I think we all needed it. Producer Kat was in Bali. Jules had just come back from London. And guys, I have to go to Surface Paradise, okay? (laughs) So clearly I'm going to need to recover from that 30-minute drive. (laughs) A bit of jet lag from that. So we needed the break. Uh, The Worthiness event is this weekend, or it would have just been by the time this episode comes out. And I have been a mess of hormonal night sweats and anxiety armpit sweats, which I've got going on right now. Mm, mm, mm. But Botox under the armpits costs too much money and I I feel like we need to sweat out of there. It's too close to your tits. I agree. My period arrived this morning, just in time for the event, as happens every year. So my skin has turned it on as predicted. We've got um, a lovely anxiety and hormone-induced flare-up of my perioral dermatitis. Fabulous. <laughs> You're so hot. beautiful, though. So hot, sweaty, hot, lumpy. Sweaty. Great. Right. Good you. times. Bleeding. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Oh, yay. Yeah, but it's weird because I um, – yeah, I don't know why I'm even telling you this, but, yeah, so I had my period and then it went for a couple of days, disappeared, and then decided while I was talking to somebody – to come to gush back, out. literally gush out. And I was like talking to this guy out of like a panel van thing about getting my combi fixed and I could feel it. And I'm like, ah, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, have you got a toilet here? Yeah. It was the most, I'm like, where did you come from? And being what a guy, go- he's probably like, she just shit herself. Did she just shit her pants? <laughs> I know, I know. Anyway. So if, as Sexy. you can hear on today's episode, we have back. By popular demand. Oh, my I God, the say, fans, the fans and wanted they, me. Shh, guys, settle down, please. There's a <laughs> queue outside waiting for your autograph. It's Bianca Die. Hello. Our episode with you made national press, global actually. It yeah. went global. It, that's it, a, it hit the UK. Th- I know. That is hilarious. It is um, so funny. It and upset a few people too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. It definitely pissed a few people off. Which I got is great. We love text messages from exes and stuff. And yep. I'm like, oh, you should be so lucky I talk about you, you turn yeah. burger. And Fuck can, off. Can we, can, we, can we mention that she didn't mention any names whatsoever? Never know, so no the names. Fact, the fact that you're assuming the red flags are about you is a red flag. That's a massive <laughs> red flag because I didn't, yeah, there was nothing there was no names to whatsoever. allude to nope. anybody. I would never do that. No, you made sure. Anyway. Remains our most downloaded episode ever of the potty. That's because of all the anal sex talk. It it was. Pretty sure. And the finger up the bum. Yes. That's still controversial. (laughs) (laughs) Just the pinky. Well, we did. We did a poll on that after. Do you agree with Bianca or do you agree with Ness? And Mm -hmm. it was a real mix of people like, no, I'm with Bianca. I love anal. And then other people like, nope, I'm with Ness, not the poop. I don't necessarily love the anal. It's more. It's the It's the pinky. And it's funny because I know a few guys in my life now, not that I'm dating, but mates. And they just openly, I love how openly some of them are like, yeah, I don't mind a little cheeky pinky. But but see, but some guys love it, but they won't admit it because they think, oh, that must mean I'm gay or something. And and you know what? People Do we really talk like that anymore? Yeah, people, homophobia. Yeah. Like the most homophobic people are usually those who are struggling most with their sexuality, which is why they're so homophobic. Oh my God, that's so true. Yeah. Isn't that true? I think of all the people I know that are massive homophobes and I'm like. A hundred percent love a dick. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, look, if you missed part one where we talked more like this, jump back into Season 1, Episode 6. Yep. 
and have a listen. It was wild. Like the media <laughs> ate it up. They were just like, wholesome breakfast radio host uh, has threesome. <laughs> when have I ever been wholesome though? That I was know. the thing. I'm like, mm, I know. pretty sure. I know. And it was funny because like I, I shared it on my Instagram obviously and like my mum was like, oh, Bianca. Why your you? mum, but my your mum, mum's well, because, wild as well. Well, she is wild, but she because my Instagram automatically shares to Facebook as well. So then her friends were seeing my stories and going, "Why is Bianca talking about having threesomes?" I'm like, "You're from the 70s, yeah. You, you guys shelved ecstasy up your anuses. What do you mean? What am I doing? You had threesomes or orgies? She had sex with bloody Leif Garrett on the bonnet of a Porsche in Malibu. And guys, Morning, they mum. weren't using protection then God, either. No. Like that oh was God. the big like AIDS epidemic. Oh God, that, yeah. that was a mistake. <laughs> they weren't using protection for me when I was born, when I was conceived. Oh my God, look, two of my three are mistakes. Love you, kids. <laughs> Love you. Love you. It's fine. It's fine. We'd have used a condom if we'd have one, but you're here now, so you're here. It doesn't we matter. We love you. We love you. Pulling out doesn't work for the record. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Oh, my God. So Bianca is going to share one of her many unladylike moments because last time. I can't even remember. What am I sharing? Okay, I'll just think of something. Just think of something. You've got that many. And yeah. you're going to fill us in on your trip to Bali. Yes. Did you discover that you liked women? Did you sleep with a woman? Did you sleep with anyone? Was there more threesomes? Let's let's ask. Let's, let's, you, just, you, let's start first. Do you want to get in there? All right. No, no we're going to do the so unladylike okay. moment first. Oh, my God. It's so unladylike. Last time you were on, you talked about how you're just so unladylike in general that you couldn't pinpoint any one unladylike moment because from True. birth it's it's been that way for you. Mm. So I implored you this time to come on, just one. Give us one. I know many. So of I was mine. even giving you examples. I was like, what about this big? What about that? What about when you did this? It's no, there's heaps. One, no, there's heaps. It's not it's not like I can't think of any late unladylike moments. It's just um because I remember a time when you were late back on air because you were having a poo. Yeah, I was having a poo. Yep. I um I yeah, I had a moment in a toilet recently where I had done such a oh god, if someone I'm like about to date is listening to this podcast. Oh my god, go, god gross. forbid they know that she's you're gross. human and you poo. I know I poo. Um I did such a massive massive because I've been constipated because I've been having painkillers for my endometriosis oh. and so that really blocks me up and so finally I had I just my body literally gave birth to the biggest shit I've ever seen. Did it feel amazing? That it was the awesome. it was amazing. I felt like I'd lost 4 kilos. Yes. But the thing was where I was didn't have a toilet brush which I've never I didn't so I had to like wrap my hand in toilet paper because there was the most hideous skitties. <laughs> like I'm talking black, like like someone constipated poop. Oh the my it's god. Black. And I'm like <coughs> wrapping oh. my thing with toilet paper and like just wiping it off the bowl because I knew that they'd know that I was the last person to use a toilet, which is disgusting. But then you told me a story about someone who did a big shit that wouldn't flush. And did she take it out and wrap it up and put it in her handbag? Was that you? No. Not you, but did you tell me that? Was that the last no, time I was here? No, I know. Um, no, someone had put the um, – I have heard a story of someone who their, their shit wouldn't flush. Yes. So they scooped it out and yep. put it in the kitty litter tray oh. in the thing. <laughs> and then – That's genius. And then the partner was like – the guy that she was fucking <laughs> was like, did you shit in the kitty litter? And she was like, no, it must have been the cat. And he goes, the cat's been dead. <laughs> <laughs> the cat. Oh, my God. Is, is that real? Is that real? Yeah, 
I, I've heard it somewhere. That's that is like not a, my story. No, I've heard. So, okay, so I've heard another, not wives' tale, but one of those kind of urban myths, they call them, I think where, and I would totally do this. If I was dating a guy, I'm paranoid of all that sort of stuff. If a yes. guy's coming over, I clean the toilet and I toothpaste marks off the mirror because I yeah. know if I go to a guy's house, I judge. They don't have to have a perfect house. It doesn't have to be perfectly clean. I'm not anal like that. But if it's gross, if there's like toothpaste all over the mirror and there's shit stains, I'm like, okay, you know what? No, I'm, I can't. I'm done. I, I'm yep, done. I get it. So I know if they, I, I have to be like that too. So I, you know, I've run around and done that sort of crazy stuff. But I can imagine being the person if I'd done a massive turd and I was at a guy's house. Depends where I was. If I was in a public place, I'd be like, oh well, that's someone else's problem yeah. now. I'm leaving. It's I wouldn't you. scoop it it's out. It's you every time I go into the pack fair toilet. <laughs> There's always fair. someone that's just done a shit every time I go oh, in God, there. Oh God, so bad. But. If I was at a guy's house and the shit didn't flush, I would 100% scoop it out and yeah. put it like wrap it in a plastic bag and eat take it, it with me. <laughs> eat it. <laughs> I don't know about eating like it. Like an animal. <laughs> eat it. But, oh. yeah, so I've, I mean my whole life is unladylike No, moments. I like that. I, I like do. that one a lot. Um, I. It's pretty gross. It's poo talk. But anyway. Yeah, but poo talks. Poo talks. Poo talks normal. We, we poo. We poo. I remember being um, there was a whole bunch of people over at the place that I was staying at. There's only one toilet. I needed to poo. Like it's I just need it. and I was like, it? I have to, I can't hold it in. I, I have to go. Um, and there was no toilet spray and I was so embarrassed. There was fly spray. Oh, I would so have hundred percent used the fly spray. And I was like, 100%. sorry about the fly spray smell guys. It was a spider. Oh. <laughs> it was crawling out of my ass attached <laughs> to a huge shit. There was a spider and they're like, it, it was, I sprayed that much fly spray. It was like misty. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, but I would so too. Bad. It probably explains like a lot of the brain cells that are missing. I probably. I would do that too like, though. That's drugged not... myself. It's funny, isn't it? It's such a natural, normal thing, but yet we have been conditioned to. Oh look, it smells. I think because my, my brother had an, uh, not an argument, but a discussion with me once about um, people who oppose breastfeeding in public um, mm. and how we don't condone people shitting in public. And I said, dude, my brother, like, dude, you're talking about excreting bodily waste Yuck. as opposed to feeding a child. Yeah, that's Like, no. can we not compare the two? No, don't compare two? that. Don't compare that. Also, I don't breast milk watch... doesn't smell and it won't give you gastro. Oh, and also <laughs> babies are beautiful and watching a mother so breastfeed. Babies. I actually so breast milk. a weirdo sometimes. Like, I walk past and I'm like... That is so beautiful. I love it. And I'm like, they must be like, can you not? No, <laughs> as a breastfeeding mum, like I breastfed Kalani until she was seven. We love it. Until so she was seven? Yeah. That's a lot. I know. That you can good. say that out loud. I no, know. I, I know, like no, the no, shock. No, no. And, and I'm not a mother, so I would never, I'm not judging, but I'm like, that's like a fully oh, grown judged, human. Dumb. Yeah. But I've that's a fully judged. grown human sucking on your teeth. How yeah. did it, did she want that? Uh-huh. I can't enforce her, mate. Come yeah. here. Come here. Come here. <laughs> no, so what it was was um, I really wanted to get to 12 months. Two years was my goal. Like yep. I really wanted to get to two years. I was lucky enough I could breastfeed. We got to two years. I was like, great, natural term. That was my goal, natural term. Natural yeah. term just happened to be seven. Um, Holy and crap. So for you people, were still producing milk. Oh, 100%. That, I'm I, so fascinated by this. I re like I started leaking colostrum from this breast um after i think it has to do with the baby at the gym because oh, i was like you are so cute you're picking up on my, that and my body was like body let's was breastfeed like, that let's breastfeed that oh my god because i would breastfeed a stranger like a stranger's child if wow. they needed me to well that 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 doesn't that makes sense to me because i think mm. back in the cavemen days that's what would have happened if the woman was well, out bloody hunting a panther yeah, and the baby was grandmas back the thing. used to keep their milk right yeah. For the village. So um, so what I, like the confusion is like, oh, so what, you'd go to school and feed her? No, she would, she'd wake up, have a little suckle. Yep. She'd go to sleep with the boob. Yeah. 
Um, I was still producing milk. She has never been on antibiotics. She would never get sick. It was the most amazing thing because, it, you know, your nipples take in the saliva of the child or the baby and your milk adjusts accordingly. Wow. So it creates antibodies. That's wow. why it's called liquid gold. It's the most amazing oh natural God. thing that I we didn't have. know that. I'm learning. So I'm very lucky that I was able to provide that for her. But wow. um, the a child's immune system doesn't become fully developed until they're seven or eight. So that yeah. is what if you I didn't know that. I thought it was like three. If we lived in um like if we didn't live in Western culture, in, in other cultures that children breastfeed to seven or eight, like that's normal. Is it really the global average is four? Global? Yes. Average is okay. four. Yep, which yep, is yep. still crazy to some people. It, it, four just it, the only reason it seems because crazy. You associate it with babies, but it's not. But breastfeeding is not just for babies. You see, I do. That's I've always. That's what yep. I've been taught, right? That's what because that's all you with. see as well. Because you know, I mean, if you're out for the day with your seven-year-old, you're not stopping and feeding them. Yeah, you, you're just not. They're eating. They're eating food. Yep. You know. So when would Kalani want it? Like just at night, at nighttime, and morning. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Or if she was sick, she'd start asking for it and I'd be like, what's going on? But we also had boundaries. I would set boundaries and be like, I'm completely touched out today. Yep. You know, mum's no busy more. right now. Yeah. Because when she was like three, she used to pull my top down in the trolley and like, I'd be like, not now. <laughs> not now. <laughs> I'm trying to shop. Jesus. But anyway, we've gone a bit off topic there. Okay. But there you go. That's fascinating. Yeah. That's I've learned something today. So look, but no, see, no. that's that's going to, um, oh, there's a headline for you. Woman breastfeeds child until she's seven. I know I'm not hey. Bianca Di- No. Bianca Di breastfed my child. Breastfed, <laughs> yes, I breastfed. Yeah. Well, I feel like I could at the moment. But the anyway. Daily Mail tends to confuse things. They, so let, let, yes. I wouldn't be surprised if that did become a headline. Can you imagine? Bianca Di breastfeeds Vanessa Haldane's child until she's seven. It's a secret. It's out now. No, you because now know. I'm, you're famous, I'm not, so I would always just be a friend. Not you know famous. how they report the friend, um, like the, the, the Bianca Di and friend. <laughs> So I be, am not famous, just for the record. Bianca, just occasionally, well, I think, I think the, um, the fuss you created from the episode begs to differ. But look, I think a lot of people, the the feedback that you and I both got was really, really positive. But yes, amazing. There was a lot of people that just could not handle two forty somethings yep. talking about this stuff, and I think a lot of that is internalized for some women. That I wish I could talk about this stuff, and I don't. So I'm pissed off that you can. Yeah, I think and so. that it's being accepted. I think so. I, I, and I get that too. Mm. I think I'm lucky that I was always in an environment where I just spoke my mind. Both my parents did. It wasn't always great. Like I don't think my dad liked me speaking my mind, but um, he was my that was I saw him speak his mind. Monkey see, monkey do. So yeah, that's, and, and he raised you. He raised me yeah. mainly. So I mean, mum did too, but it was mainly dad in the early years because he got he. Well, got he was custody. your primary carer. Wasn't he was my he? primary yeah. carer, which well, and my grandma. I was kind of spread out, but for for a, for a dad to get custody of a young girl back in the seventies, it's pretty unusual. Very unusual. Um, I just perped. That was very unladylike. It was a quiet um, burp for you. Um. So, yeah. Oh, sorry, what were we saying? We, 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 I went um, off topic. Speaking, speaking our mind as forty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think. I do think some women don't like it because it makes them feel uncomfortable. And I know that there are women in my, I don't want to say life necessarily, but people that, women that I know that are in my sort of circle for, for whatever reason, definitely watch me with a bit of a side eye mm. and a bit, I don't think they dislike me. I don't, I don't get that vibe. And this is from quite a few different women in different areas of my life. There's a bit of side eye, like, mm, you know, who do you think you are? Yeah. And, and a bit of, um, you know, you, you do this for attention or what, and it's like, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a performer. Yeah, I like <laughs> I work attention. In showbiz. You know what I mean? Like, and I have always wanted to be on stage. I'm a frustrated musical performer, so I am a show off. And, and also, what's wrong with wanting attention? Like, why is that a negative even, thing? But it's also not even wanting attention. Like, people will say to me, "Oh, you put up so much stuff on Instagram. There's so many stories. You must spend all day on it." And I'm like, I love it. Yeah. I always wanted to be an. This is what I don't get to explain to people. I always wanted to be an editor 
of a magazine yep. like Cleo or Dolly growing up. I love the idea of being in charge and going, okay, we're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about makeup. We're going to talk about this. If you look at my Instagram stories, I cover everything from yeah. whales underwater because that soothes my monkey mind and my anxiety. I'll, I'll share grabs from your podcast where you're talking about the anal sex because I love that. That you know, That's a part of my life. Then you send, I'll you share, send funny animals. Like yes, it's just such soft a, stories yeah. or, thing, or or I'll share passionate women's stuff or then I'll share like there's a new story out of it's New York. Literally, your stories are literally you. They're like me. they're literally yes. what your mind looks what like. What my mind looks like. Yeah. I don't curate it. Like as, well, I guess I do, but without thinking it, I'm naturally, I've, I want to say I'm naturally gifted in the sense that, not gifted, that's not the right word, I naturally am drawn to good content and I love sharing it yeah. and, and and that's a good thing. And I'm, I've only got like 20,000 followers. It's not like I've got 180,000 followers and I have to worry about. I just put up what makes me feel good and I literally can do it within five seconds. Like I can literally yeah. be walking. And then put it down again. I put it down. I'm walking yeah. to the car from work, um, upstairs. I'm walking down to my car and I share something. That's in five seconds. I don't sit there going, hmm, if I share a whale story at quarter past two, <laughs> I should get about 50 likes. <laughs> will the likes. dolphins be online? <laughs> yeah. Will, no, but will I get more likes for that? I don't actually give oh, a fuck. See, I, th- I and, don't. And, and and again, I think this is a 40 plus thing. I think people I th- think. I think yeah. it's um when you're online and you're 40, you don't have, like, you just, the care factor's less the older you get. And I think in our 50s we'll hit a new level of care factor reducing yeah. because you're getting, getting close, there, yeah. we're getting closer and closer to the end of our time, right? <laughs> so we just, you know. We're, dead. We are dead. We are basically decaying <laughs> well, and dying. might as well just put, buy the coffin Look, now. Just, just now. order it now. <laughs> Leopard print inside, thanks. And a dildo <laughs> in case I come Multiple. back alive. <laughs> and she's bored. <laughs> I, want, I want snacks. <laughs> Food I want snacks. Dildos. No, I just think I just don't give a fuck really. Mm. I don't care what people think. And I think that for some people there is a sense of not jealousy. I want to say that. It's not jealousy. It's that, it's that side eye of because I know I'd had it. I know when I was younger I would look at women who just didn't give a fuck and I'd be a little bit jealous and a bit envious and a bit kind of judgy of them and I'm like, I know, I'm not proud of that. I've, I've got, you know, people that I've worked with in the past or I've been a total asshole because yeah. I was threatened by them or I was like, how dare you, who do you fucking think you are? And then this I'm is, like, this is- who? now I'm a total, I'm friends with most of them now. I'm like, I'm so sorry I was a shithead to you. Like I, you know, as a, as a young person, sometimes we just do, we judge, we feel threatened. I work in showbiz. It's a, it's a dog-eat-dog industry where – any female comes anywhere near me and I'm like, you want my job? Yes. Fuck you. Yeah. Because they did want my job and that's actually fine. They're allowed to want my job. It's, But it was just uh, But you know I'm there's not many now places. Where I'm like, oh, fuck it. If you, yeah. you know what? Now the universe will decide. If you want my job and you, you're going to get it, then you're going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I can't do it anything about it. it. And I'm again, not- that's age and experience because I'm, I'm very much the same as you. I can 100% put my hand up and say I was a toxic female. Like I was one of those girls that's that terrible. was like, I can't believe she's wearing that. Like in my head, I might not say it out loud. I would never wear that. What I was really thinking was I wish I could wear that. Yeah. But I wish putting, I had the balls to wear that. Yeah, and that's or really brave if I saw that. someone beautiful, I would look in for any flaw. I wanted to find something yeah, and I'd find yeah. it and I'd be like, her so, pinky toe now polish is yeah. Like, And it made <laughs> me feel mold. better about myself. Like yeah. to, to finally get to a stage where you can look within right and go, fuck, I was a cunt mm. um, because I thought I was a cunt. Like I hated yeah. myself. That's what it is. Yeah. I look back now at some of my behaviour and I think, I was only thinking about it the other day actually because one, one person, her and I, didn't get along at all. We were very competitive with each other and we've both kind of owned it and admitted it. Yeah. We're mates now, um, much to everyone's surprise. And I'm really looking forward to catching up with her um, when she comes to the Gold Coast. And I just look back at some of the things that I said about her to other people or put things up on Facebook that were like, you know, 
little passive-aggressive digs at, like, her passive-aggressive dig at me, which was my passive-aggressive dig at her, and then she put up it something. It was like you were literally she fighting, knew, but not directly. Yes, not directly. She yeah. put up photos that she knew would piss me off, and oh. I put up, and I'm like, and then I thought, fuck, we both were so similar. Yes. If we'd both just admitted it, we would have ended up being really good friends. Like, yeah. now we realise we're so similar, we chat, we, and I look back and I'm totally ashamed of some of the things that I did, but I also know I was coming from hurt people, hurt people. Yep. I was in a toxic relationship. My own fault. He wasn't a bad guy. We just should not have been together. He's you can actually, have toxic relationships where there's no abuse going on, no, right? Where you're just, it's just absolutely. unhealthy. He and I were so not right for each other, but we loved each other and we kept trying. Yeah. Seven years, like I look back now and I think, for fuck's sake, why didn't we just look at each other and go, this isn't working. We obviously love each other, but we're not meant to be a couple. Because you've been sold marriage and romance. Yes. And, like, and we were trying to have babies together. I had yep. a miscarriage with him. Like we had some pretty intense history and I felt very... <laughs> To him, yeah. even though I knew, and because he and I was so rocky, and I'd go home, and I just didn't know from week to week whether we, we broke up. I think in the seven years, four times. So it was very and big breakups, like mm. big. The whole town knew. I was the local brekkie radio star. Everyone knew. Like if I farted, the town knew. He worked in the same industry, and so he That's was anxiety-inducing stuff. Fuck, and yeah. he, I felt so bad for him because he was copying it from his mates. Like just bloody break up with her mate. And my friends are going clearly, you two shouldn't be together. But we kept trying, we kept trying, and so because I was in a place of feeling shithouse about who I was and and when you're in an unstable relationship that will leak out onto all sorts of shit in your life of course it just it does it, of course it does it, it breeds like cancer it's it, terrible it was yeah. and so I look around me now and I go god you were shithead to her because of that you hardly saw your family because of that I want to go back now and hold that Bianca and hug her and go mm. can you just break up with him like that it's not that I regret you I, I don't want to say I regret because then it's like god that no, was seven years of my life you can't regret anything can you and I think we are sold romance, especially as women. We are sold marriage. We are sold, um, you know, that our worth is based on getting married and having children. And so we continue to work at relationships because we, we're told we that's what you have to do. Make it leave. And, and I really, but sometimes you don't have to waste your energy and time. You can say goodbye. I also had um, uh, difficult situations where, and I love my family, but and I won't go into detail who, but they meant well. But there were a couple of family members who, you know, every time we'd break up, they would say to me, what did you do? What did you do? It must yeah. have been you. Because, of course, because you're, you're a the woman. toxic one. Yeah. You, you must have. You're you're the alpha female. You must have done something. And he's lovely. Yeah, he's such a great guy. Did you fuck it up? How did you fuck that up? And yeah. that is probably one of the most damaging things you can say to someone. Yeah. Um. What, what did you do? do? What yeah. did you do? It's like mm, it takes two to tango. He yeah. kept coming back to me too. I yeah. kept going back to him. So I just think, yeah, hurt people hurt people. And I think I think that's what that's the beautiful part about the whole podcast world now is that I feel I love that I can share Hey, if you're feeling shit house or toxic, I wish I'd gone and seen it. Th- Actually, we did go and see a therapist. We did go and see a relationship therapist. I don't know if I what advice I can give because if you're if someone had whispered to me from the future, break up with him for fuck's sake, you're wasting seven years, I probably still would have stayed with him. Yeah, you would hundred percent. I would have. I would have. I know we're gonna make it work. We had great sex last night. I'm sure we're gonna make it work. It's fine. But this this is the thing about crazy? sharing, right? Because after after that first episode, um, I came on your Brecky show mm. and we had an interview about your episode and That's we talked right. about the things that you talked about. So yep. we were on um, CFM Brecky show, Bianca, Dan and Lakey. Yep. And Ben's reaction was interesting. And That's right. Well, yeah, he's – I mean, you couldn't get any – Ben and I, you couldn't get two people with bigger – difference in beliefs well he was saying should i listen to it and i said no mm. i said no ben yeah. i don't think you should because you got to look her in the eye every day and i said and god forbid i meet you again one day and I, i've got to look you in the eye as well i'd rather not so if you could just not listen to it i think I he has do you know what i think he might have 
Oh, 100%. I reckon he might have Did he seen- come in one morning and not look you in the eyes, listened? <laughs> yeah, I think. But then again, we talk about stuff off air. I bet you would. It's like, not like I, you have a filter. I don't. Like, yeah. so if I've come back, you know, if I've had a hot Tinder date or something's happened and I'm, I share most stuff and I'm very aware of his religious beliefs and how, and, and we, I think we're pretty respectful. I'm like, yeah. well, I'm just doing me and I'm not going to filter me because that's not your beliefs because well, you to a certain to degree you, to yeah. a certain degree there's respect because there's some things that he believes in that I don't I believe in that he doesn't and we have had a couple of times when we're like ooh so we've got a safe word we're like pineapple yeah. because I you know it's not worth it well abortion I'm not going to go there but I'm just yeah. saying we have very different views so and, and that's fine because there's a religious Look, aspect I'm, I'm to that. I'm going to assume with the fact that he has eight children that he doesn't believe in abortion. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's okay. You know, and, and that is for I respect that. I, I You absolutely. But um, this is the thing with abortion though, right? It comes down to choice. If you don't believe in it and you and your partner don't don't want to have an abortion, that's great. But do you still wish it was available for those who do? That's like the that's thing. It's that's, got to be available for the people that do. You do you with your pregnancy and your body and, and let everyone so else touchy. do that. And also, it is touchy. And it, it is very you personal. You can't put a blanket on it, no. okay? If there's a nine-year-old girl and well, 12-year-old girl, whoever, she's got a period. She was 10. 10-year-old girl who was pregnant in America. Raped by someone, I'm pretty 100% sure. 100% well, she was raped. She was raped. But she but, was pregnant and they were going to force her to have the baby. Uh, you can't do that. Because that's okay. So you're choosing one life, yep. the babies, over hers because it's going to fucking ruin her life. Yep. And women matter. We are not just vessels. No, like, and so, so yeah. And I, ugh, I mean, it's such a touchy thing. But you know, but there, we just, you just have to have respect. You just have to go. You know what? Let's agree to disagree and respect that. Because mm. I know there are plenty of people that are pro for life, whatever. But I just think you can't put a blanket on everything. You can't. Everything's and there's individual gray. circumstances, and there's some people who might have fallen pregnant. They may be in a, a position to have a baby, but they just don't fucking want to, and they don't have to. No. Like, but if, what if they're gonna? But also, what if they're gonna die? Like, there are women that like can you know? That, yeah, they, like I, you said, there's no blanket. Like, yeah, there's so many different variables like, oh, well, and nuances. Whose life's and, more important, mums or the babies? But oh, but one of the things that Ben said I, I liked. One of the questions he asked me <laughs> was, does it, it does this mean that everybody has to talk like this? Like, can anything not remain private anymore? Oh, and I'm that. really glad he said that because I was like. No, of course people can remain private and this is why we yes. talk about the things that we do. So for people who, for whatever reason, religious reasons, their personality or shame or whatever, don't talk about these things or don't have the friends that they can talk to these things about, That's okay. we're talking, they can listen and nod along and at least feel seen and heard and yep. know that what they're seeing, feeling, experiencing is normal. Exactly, babe, and they don't have to feel the need. I agree because I know I got smashed with messages too from women saying thank you for both of you speaking about things that I would be uncomfortable speaking about. You're not not brave just because you don't speak about this. Like, oh, I mean, you and I are, are unique are so people. Spot on. We're yeah. very out there and open and gregarious and vivacious and we talk about everything and, you know, and there's downsides to that too. So don't think life's all great. Like I have shocking anxiety. And I was going to say, don't we so, text each other at like 3 a.m.? I'm up with anxiety. Are you? I'm, yes. Like today I'm a fucking mess. My yeah. heart, I've got heart palpitations. Oh, I, honey. I don't even know why. I don't even know why. I just have really bad anxiety today. But I just own it now. I'm like, oh, well, you'll live. You'll, you'll get through. You'll sleep You've- tonight. You'll wake up tomorrow morning. You'll be alive. You're going to be okay. I, my You've anxiety... got a fast-paced life, though. Like you were just saying today on the way to the podcast, busy. I'm going to be late now. Coolio just died. I know. So that's just like instantly, right, Bianca, we need you to do this. I like it's a lot for you. It's a lot. I think I thrive on that, though. Mm. Like when my to-do list, and, and I'm, I have to own this now because my to-do list gives me anxiety. But then once my to-do list dwindles and I've nearly done everything, I start to think, what am I going to do now? It's like my body is so perpetually used to being in a state of fucking chaos, which yeah, is not good, no. that – 
I don't know what the fuck to do with myself when things aren't busy and chaotic. So I need, I'm trying now, God, and I'm nearly 50. How long is it going to take me to try and find that balance between, so I'm trying to meditate. I'm going off the grog as of Monday because alcohol is absolutely poison for me. Yeah. Um, it brings out the worst in me and I put on weight and I feel like shit. It's going to be hard because I drink for my anxiety 100% to numb myself, 100%, almost a bottle of wine every night because I go home and I go, I'm single. I don't have a partner. I don't have a baby. I, I love most of my life, but I you can get in a real rut of feeling like but, shit. But see, these these are also things that could be celebrated if we change the narrative, I know, right? right? I know. I'm single. As in, I have, you're right. No children. I'm free. I have freedom. I can get up. I can get in my combi and piss off for the weekend and do whatever I want. Yeah. Um, it's how we frame it, isn't it? And, of course, if these are things that you wanted, though. Like yes if, and no. Like yeah. a girlfriend at work said today, don't have a hysterectomy yet. It's not too late. And I'm like, I am 40 fucking nine. Do I want to raise a freaking do, child in do my Do I 50s? want to now? Like there's a part of me that if someone said I could make you pregnant tomorrow, would I do it? Okay, if, if I don't just have to spend 100 grand on IVF and you can literally make me pregnant tomorrow and I know that I'm going to have support, you know, am I going to sign a contract, you know, is the radio station going to keep me employed for the next few years so I know I can bring it up and feed it and can I afford a nanny, not a nanny, but someone to be I'll there. I'll breastfeed it. Can you? Uh, of course. I'll just I'll lactate I'll just right do now. The, to, Let me to think you. about a baby. I'll handball yeah. the baby to you. Because I'll be your nanny. Brecky Radio, like I have to be there at 5.30 in the morning. So, um, but, yeah, I just so went off on a tangent, didn't I? Because I was talking yeah. about alcohol and I'm giving up alcohol and anxiety. Well, were you anxiety. talking about the reason that you come home and drink and that um, one of those reasons is I'm single I'm, and we were talking about changing that mindset, yeah. you know. The narrative of but, that. And the narrative of it being a negative but and, and but then also don't want to diminish and invalidate feelings that, you know, if you did want to have children and you don't have them, it is sometimes sad to come home and not have what you thought you would have. I know, but I, I don't know. I never really thought. I'm going to have this happy family because I never had a great family template, unfortunately. Mm, yeah. Um, or fortunately, I don't know. I've always been a bit of a gypsy. And then I have women who message me and go, you've had the most amazing life. You've mm -hmm. travelled around the country. You've been number one. Brecky, you've won awards. You've done all this amazing stuff. You've interviewed Madonna. You've whatever the fuck, all the wanky bullshit. I'm just saying I've had a life that, you know, some Many women would want. look at and yep. go, so there's a great quote up on my wall actually in my bathroom, which is a really good one that says, what do you have in your life now? that other people look at and would kill to have. Something like that that's not verbatim. And I thought you've got a great sh media gig, which you love mm -hmm. doing breakfast radio. Um, you look in the mirror and you're happy most of the time, not all the time. My weight fluctuates like a motherfucker. So I'm just, you know, sometimes. That's being in the 40s too. Like oh, that's just a perimenopause thing. Oh, my thing. God, my belly at is the moment. Is it belly? Perimenopause. It fucking is, isn't it? Yep, God, I just, I don't know how to deal with a belly. I've, I've always have big boobs and a big bum and a, and a small waist. So I've always been able it's to new. dress to that. Yeah. But now the belly too, I'm like, okay, I don't know. How do I dress for that? Like I'm trying to kind of. Well, do you know the um, Butterfly Foundation um, talk about the fact that there's a rise of body dissatisfaction and negative body image from women in their 40s because it's when your body changes, so puberty, you know, yeah. and then menopause because our bodies change again or pregnancy. It's like funny it's never, you see photos it's of never yourself. Ending. I know, and I see photos of myself, and I go, "Wow, I've got a middle-aged, middle-aged woman's body." Um, but I'm not unhappy. I mean, I still feel sexy. I still feel good most days. I still feel confident. Um, and I don't want to be that person that's like feels good or bad because of their weight. It's not. Yeah, your but worth is beyond. My worth is beyond that. I don't want that. I don't. But you know, the hard part is being single. Is that I feel that I have to look a certain way on the apps, Tinder, and whatever because I'm like. I don't necessarily want to swipe right on a guy that's quite overweight. No, no. Re now, before you judge, the reason I say that, if I met a guy out at the pub 
And he was a bigger guy, chubby, whatever, and had great personality and we had sexual chemistry. I'm, I'm there. Yeah. I couldn't give a shit. But when you're just – that's the problem with the apps. When you're just yeah. swiping – It's solely I'm based going off appearance. By, and I'm like, oh, he's got three chins so he clearly eats lots of shit and he doesn't work out and he's got a big belly and it's not, I don't find that sexy. But I have dated – Guys that are morbidly obese. I've actually dated two guys that you would look at and go, oh, you're, you're really quite big. I adored them. I love them. I couldn't have given a shit what they look like, their weight, whatever. They were sexy. And also, you know, what they look like doesn't determine, like doesn't um, show what they eat or their health at no, all, No, right? that's what I mean. But, yeah, but like, you're, you're on talk- Tinder, you, we're shallow. It's horrible. I know all my photos. I, You know, if you see me in real life, like my photos on Tinder, I look way better because I don't want you to think I'm going to five chins either. So it's... Yeah, it's a shallow, it's, fucked it's a up game. world. It how, is a game. how is the dating going? Are, are we on a break? Are we still doing it? <laughs> I wish I wasn't. I wish I wasn't on a break. So I met a guy wherever, whenever. That was interesting. We caught up. He was yeah. <laughs> it was okay. Wow, we it was, glossed over that one. Yeah. That, okay. So no, it was interesting because we literally just started chatting that day, and then next minute he's catching the G-Rail to my place. And I was like, how did that happen? Um, I was like, okay, I guess you're coming over. And I shat myself. And it's so funny because I'm so not nervous in so many scenarios. I don't get nervous coming and doing a podcast with you. I can get up on stage. I'm like you. I don't have nerves in that sort of environment. I get on the radio and talk to 150,000 people every morning, like whatever, or every week, morning, morning. Um, (laughs) And I don't get nervous in so many scenarios. And yet, the idea of a guy, a stranger coming over and knocking on my door and I'm like, I shit myself. I literally yeah. have like shots of tequila to go. <gasps> anyway, he came over. It was fun. Um, but there was just too much. Um, we had some fun. He was he was hot. But I, there's just, when you're dating in, in this um, in this age group, it's a lot of baggage. Mm-hmm. You, and, and I'm the same. I come with baggage. You cannot. I come with miscarriages and yeah. IVF and I'm on the radio and, and, and look, I'm dating, a, dating, sorry, I'm texting a guy at the moment. It'll be interesting actually watching this back, whether I'm still messaging him yes. when this podcast yeah. comes out. But you text me and you'll be like, by the way. By the way, nah. nah. Or yeah, we're getting engaged. Um <laughs> he um because I move fast. You're invited to the wedding. You yep, yeah, yeah, please. Um Could I he, be a flower girl? Please. Thanks. Um he I it's so awkward because I never say what I do. I just put media. And I'm not being a wanker. I know Benny Shouldn't and that guy's like, no. I think I discussed this last time, but I'm like, no, they either know straight away, which yeah. I love. Just be honest with me. Just say, oh, Bianca, are you, you look like that girl on the radio. Just say it. But your name, like even your name. Even well, if I don't, don't have know my what... name on all of them. Okay. So my name, I fucked up. I think, so I'm on Bumble, Hinge and Tinder. <laughs> and I can't remember. <laughs> Thirsty much. I just don't. Thirsty I don't much. know. I don't know oh, these apps. It's exhausting. Yeah, it's it fucking be. exhausting. I'm having so many conversations with so many men sometimes. I'm like, Tava, what have I told you? Not lies, yeah, yeah, but yeah. where are we up to? Are you the guy with three kids? Do you live in Madruba? Oh, fuck, is that the guy from Madruba? Have you ever Beach? fucked it up? Have yeah. you ever been oh, yeah, like, yeah, how's yeah, the kids? Yes, what yes, kids, bitch? What kids? <laughs> no, I, I fucked up about where a guy lives. I said, oh, so if you're all the way in Coolangatta, and he went, no, wrong guy. And I was like, oh, oh sorry. <laughs> Damn. Well, but the thing is, I shouldn't be ashamed. I'm obviously chatting to a few different people because the thing is you can have great banter with a guy for a few days and then all of a sudden he opens the cupboard and out flies something and you go, Okay, that's a massive red flag. You're yeah. still living at home with your mother and you don't have a car. But I'm out. Or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and you might not know that until You are a giant man child. Yes, I'm out. I mean, no offense, but I'm a 49-year-old financially secure woman and I want to date my equal in that sense. I'm not going to keep you. So no offense, but I was like, you're lovely and the chat's been great, but I'm out. Yeah. So you are chatting with lots of people at once because you can think it I've been sucked in so many times thinking a guy, oh my God, this guy's great. And then all of a sudden, my ex-wife's a fucking mole. I'm like, oh, okay, red I'm flag. out. I'm out. 
Don't oh, talk all negative. Your exes, all your exes are psychos, are they? Oh, I don't know about that common theme. You. You are the, I've now learned yeah. if a guy shit cans his ex, for starters, it's very uncool to badmouth a woman to a woman anyway. Even if his ex is a mole, that's fine. You don't need to know. What's I don't want to know. With you? If she's a mole, I'll, when we start dating properly, I'll meet her and I'll find out for myself. Don't the worst, you bitch. The worst thing is when it's a mother of their children and they do nothing but talk crap about that's her. Horrible. It's like, that's the mother of your children. That's the mother of your children. Don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you guys have had your differences, but just I really respect men that say, look, we don't get along at all. But like this guy that I've been chatting to, he said, look, we're very different people, but she's a great mother. Amazing. And she's, and I'm like, okay, all I respect you. Please, yeah. Because I was thinking, please don't shit can your ex. Please don't shit can your ex because that's a massive Because it's never, they've got no accountability then. But you know what I think you should do? I heard about this. I can't remember whether I saw it on TikTok or I heard it, but this girl was talking to, same thing, lots yeah. of different apps. Yeah. So she'd met, I think it was like seven guys. Yeah. Um, and instead of going on all these separate dates, she invited them each individually to a party. Oh my God, <laughs> I've heard this. I've she'd heard been this. invited to. Yeah. But it wasn't real. Like she'd created this gathering with some of her friends and for these guys to come along um, so she could judge them all, talk to them all individually and they didn't know about each Neither other. Neither knew about each other. Do it. Do it. That would be so funny. I've got three on the go at the moment. Yeah, Maybe three. Can you imagine? Excuse me, I'm just running to the other room. Yeah. I'm like changing. I'm, I'm just running. I'm just, I'm just going. I'm, she's disappeared for the entree. Yeah, okay, she's gone into the other room. Well, they um, were all talk- Apparently these guys, it was seven of them, they were all talking to each other, getting to know each other, and it came out eventually. Of course it would have come but out. It would have had to how, have come out. What, what a great idea. It isn't, it isn't a bad idea. I love idea. that. But look, um, Bali. Oh, yes. Now look. Yes. Okay, so Bali originally... You were like, I'm going to fuck a backpacker, you know, someone who just doesn't know who I what am. A lady. And, uh, yeah. Me and the the rest of the Summer Lady Light listeners were really pushing for you to fuck a woman. Yes. Like that was yes. our thing. Like, um, let's yes. and come home a yes. lesbian. Please come home a lesbian. Come home a lesbian. And then, yeah, um, like a lot of and then yep. I started getting messages from you. You were going to some new moon thing. You were going, yes. you know, you were doing all this meditation stuff. I'm yes. like, this is great, but I'm bored, Bianca. I and know. then, fuck and then the meditation. Said, Did you lick a pussy or not? <laughs> yes. Ah. And then okay. you send me a message, Ness. It's happened. I've been hit up. I just wanted to read a book. What's going no, on? It, and it was a threesome or an orgy or something that you'd oh, been invited to. Yes, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was like, and you no, were like, I just want to read a book by the pool. Yeah, okay. So there, I won't go into detail. I won't actually. I'll be a bit. I'll be a bit vague. I won't be just vague. in case. But, um, so there's a place over there in Bali that's owned by um, some Aussies, and. I got chatting to them on a totally different subject because someone connected us through another way, right? So we connected here and then as we were chatting on Instagram, they were like, oh, we have another business. It's called XXXXX, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe you should pop in. And then I Googled it and, oh, my God. So you can go there and have experiences, Mm -hmm. lesbian experiences, gay, hetero, whatever. Bianca, did you go? Bianca, did you go? go? Bianca! I know! I couldn't! For the people! I know! Do you know why? The thought of some random woman fingering me after a massage, I was just like... Guys, I mean, to me, that's I can't do it! I can't! I panicked, I panicked. I just... You couldn't take one for the team? I couldn't. And and, and also, I just thought I'm... I'd rather go out to a bar. I was more likely to go out to a bar and there's a hot girl there and she's flirting with me and I'm flirting with her and I'm like, oh, okay. Oh God, she's gay. I'm gay. I could be a bit, okay. This could happen. Okay, and then I'd have to. You probably, have that attraction. I'd have to drink. Yeah. I'd have. I know. I'm not proud of that, but I'd have to have some sort There's of substance. There's a common theme here. <laughs> I'd have to drink. I just would be too nervous. If yeah. a girl hit on me and she was super pretty, I'd be like, okay, this is hot, but I, 
I don't know what to do. I don't, actually don't know what the I, fuck I to do. I feel like that around women that yeah. I find attractive I don't as well. Know. I'd be like, I, I get really nervous and embarrassed. Do? And what do I do? Yeah, what do I do? I don't know what to do with you. And then I sort of – so I bought a book, which I'm definitely – this book is about a woman who breaks up with her boyfriend and then realises – she breaks up with her boyfriend because he um, has sex with this really, funnily enough – Chick with hot hair, with so hot hair with pink hair. Bianca's got pink hair right now. I've got pink hair right now. Um, has sex with a chick with pink hair, um, and lets the the chick with the pink hair go home in his in his girlfriend's t shirt. Funnily enough, they just happen to be at a cafe randomly, and this chick goes, "Oh my god, that's my t shirt. Why do you have my t shirt on? Oh, there's some guy I fucked last night <gasps> gave it to me. Oh, that's my boyfriend. So, but then she ends up having the hots for the chick with the pink hair. She's like, oh, my God, you're hot. And then they end up – I'm flicking through the book. They end up having this hot lesbian affair. That's and amazing. Having, and I'm reading this book and I'm like, why do you want to buy this book? I'm buying this book. <laughs> I want oh my this, God, book I'm buying this book to so, be my reality, says Bianca. Yeah, but it's it's interesting because I did have an opportunity to go and literally have a woman do that to me. But I think I was worried because it's literally paying for their services, which is fine. That's yeah. all good. But I thought, what if I'm not – I have to be attracted to you. Like what yeah. if – I, I I, I don't get to pick. Like, just some girl would come in and massage me. It's um, interesting. And I'm like, isn't what if I'm not-, not attracted to the girl? I don't, I'm going to be like, I don't want you doing that to me. I'm not going to be turned on. Uh, do it's you know what I mean? It's interesting, isn't it? Because I think, like, that's where, you know, men and women, men and are, women different. are different. No, because they, the guys are different. They, they all don't go in, they get hair. I know. It's people. not about attraction or, I mean, and again, not all men, but when men go and seek out the services mm. of a woman, yes, they can pick and choose sometimes. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the time where they can't, like it's just for a release. It's a, for a release. I know but someone. some women, some women can't just do a release. There was a, um, a woman who messaged me on um, Jenny to Worthy Official and she was struggling to find a male escort. She oh. goes, I just want to be fucked. Like, I just want to be fucked. But there's heaps so out I there. So I put her on to someone and mm-hmm. I said, contact her. She'll, yeah. I wouldn't have a clue. Oh, but I know she someone. might be able to help you, connect you. Yep. So she could, didn't get a response. Oh, wow. I said, well, they're very well, bad so at their busy. job. They're bad at their job or they're busy. Or they're, I don't know. But see, she was like, and now I'm too scared to reach out to anybody else. But see what I mean? Like, Get for, her to reach out to me. I know someone yeah, okay, who will help her out. Then. I mean, as in I know people because, well, I know the guys who Is run Sexpo <laughs> and my girlfriend Belinda who works in the soft porn industry and she, yeah, she'd know heck. Is she the one that puts um, crystals up her vagina? She hasn't. No, I don't yeah. think so. Does she? Does yeah. she put pictures of her vagina? Well, she's got an OnlyFans. Not pictures. Well, it's not OnlyFans. Crystals. Did she put crystals up her vagina? Yeah. How do I know this about your friend and you don't? I, that, that doesn't yeah, surprise me. You're like a rose court. That does not surprise me. Yeah, have a chat to her about it. Okay, I will. <laughs> oh, my God. Hopefully they're not ones she's re-gifted me for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. This smell amethyst funky. smells a little bit musky. <laughs> What's going on? Thank you now, so much. Uh, popping back to OnlyFans there. Mm. After all the media kerfuffle around this episode, not this episode, the last episode, you um, shared a try-on haul in um, Honeybird Debt on your stories. Oh, that's right. And that got picked up by the media it as did. like, whoa, nearly 50-year-old woman feels sexy in lingerie. Oh like, my oh, gosh. my God. Yeah, you know what? We're going to still feel 60, sexy at 60 or yeah, 70 and 80. Exactly. Um, I hope so. You know, and it was probably a male reporter. But anyway, it – it, the inbox went crazy again for you. Yeah. And it, it opens up that discussion of, Bianca, do you have an OnlyFans? Have you considered I it have apps? Can I tell you the amount – and I'm not kidding because as someone that feels that there is times when I've missed out on some really big gigs in this industry and people have gone on to make amazing money and I really don't feel that they are as talented as me, some of them, and yeah. I get very resentful and I know that's fucked but I'm like, fuck. Could have done that, that better than not, you. Not nasty, not nasty, not like not taking away from anyone doing anything. But there are certain things where I think, 
fuck sliding doors moment. That could have yeah. been me and I'd be a fucking millionaire right now. And I so there are times when I think my sexuality and my sexual side is a, is a strong side of me. Could I make money out of that? I honestly have. And I know girls that are making um, not not much but like a couple of grand US a month yep. just from making OnlyFans. It's a bit That's, of nice extra pocket money. Hello, a couple of grand is a mortgage, yeah. right? Like, And I think, fuck, I, I've definitely got enough followers where I could definitely get a following and I'm comfortable enough with my body and I know how to be sexy and I reckon I could do it. But You're worried I, about the backlash, I'm, aren't you? Well, I'm worried about the backlash because I've got a job where I work in a commercial radio. I, I mean, I couldn't. I would literally have to go to my boss and get permission because I'm a public figure. I do a public job. I just don't think, like I know there's your Abby Chatfields and stuff and she's great because she has paved the way, which is kind of insane, but she was she's like so that young. before they put her on board, She was like right? that before she yeah. put her on board, but also she doesn't do sexual, sexual stuff. She does sexy stuff, but as far as I know, she doesn't have sex or have an OnlyFans account or anything like that. Well, she definitely talks about she it. She talks about it. Very graphically about it. Very graphic. Yeah. Like yeah. some of the stuff she says, I, even I blush and I'm like, yeah. holy shit, and I love it. I'm like, go you. Yeah, it's go so, you. It's so good. So good for this finally, generation. Finally, a platform yeah. where we can talk because she's not doing it in an – she's not being nasty. She's talking about vaginas and the things that we all talk, normally talk about. No, and the and thing is whatever. I think – if this generation has Abby Chatfield and that's why, again, I was so grateful for how open you were on the episode because who's there for our generation? We've always been told that we can't talk about this stuff. I and know. even Clementine Ford, which I, love I think so many younger feminists um, – just repeat back so much of what they've clearly learned off mm. someone like Clementine Ford with no reference to her, which I hate. Like mm. there's women that have come before us that we have to acknowledge. Of course. Um, but I love people her. like Clementine Ford as well, like yep. just all that. And she never cared. Yep. She never cared. She called yep. someone a cunt on, on um, during an interview. Um, but, of no. course, she didn't work again for a while. You know what I mean? See like, what I mean? Got, and, that's, yeah. so she, yeah. and that wouldn't happen now. It wouldn't happen now. Yeah. It really wouldn't happen now. Which is great. So we've um, got Abby Chatfield for now, for the up-and-comers, for the younger generation. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just great to have people like you saying, we talk about this stuff too, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like I speak my mind as much as I can, considering, you know, it's different. Like people like Emerciano and stuff who are off doing their own thing now. I envy her in some ways too because she really can do whatever the fuck she wants and she can say whatever she wants. She can talk about her ADHD, which I love because I definitely feel like I, I'm self-diagnosed but there I do. Do not self-diagnose. Do not self-diagnose because. I really because- feel like I'm fucking on the spectrum big time. I mean, I've got anxiety, I'm OCD, I'm doing, I mean, I, I know I hate all the labels, I hate all the labels. But We, we were just talking about this. But also, Mia um, Friedman, she's 49 off- and she's just coming yep. out and talking about it too. Well, we've had the discussion. This is not something that I've talked about because I feel like. It's a bit of a trend right now, ADHD. I know, and everyone's so got ADHD, I know. I haven't spoken about it, but I've spoken to you about it, yeah. about the fact that I'm going through the diagnostic process yes. because I feel like I've That's been right. on and in for- I can't get into February. Fucking um, insane. But you and I have a lot of similarities and you were saying, let me know how it goes. But people are self-diagnosing and I guess it we've got to stop doing that because yeah. it diminishes the people who have a diagnosis and – yeah, it's right. debilitating to their life and I think um, it, I'm seeing a lot of it online. Here's like ADHD t- and so I'm messaging them going, when were you diagnosed? Oh, I haven't been. Yeah. Then stop saying that you've got ADHD yeah. because You're you right. don't You don't know. You possibly do. You've got the red flags. I had to I've go to my so GP. Many red flags. She had to see. I did. Look, I did a test just so you know. I did yep. do a test with a doctor for the radio but they were a real doctor Yep. and they came back and said, look, I can't give you a clinical diagnosis as in I can't because of my medical, I just, I'm not allowed to do that because yeah. this is a radio stunt. And it's also but a you, process. It's a process but but everything that I filled out, they said you are 
you scream ADHD. Yes, if that if that helps you, but you do. I will if I want to actually be able to call myself officially ADHD, then I would have to go well, and do the proper process. But I think I think I we need to look at what dif- how does it affect our life, right? So. For me, the reason I want a diagnosis or be told that it's not this could be something else. Yeah. I've been on anti-anxiety medication for two decades. Yep. Okay. So I don't, it's been great for my panic attacks, but the general chaos in my mind has not calmed down. And this has been since childhood, which is something to note as well. ADHD doesn't develop. So if you're an adult and you're feeling these things now, but you can't relate to feeling them as a child, it's not ADHD. It could be a number of other things. The symptoms can be very similar. But if this goes back to childhood, then that's that's the first indicator. It has to have been... It can't be. It yeah. can't be something new. No, 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 no. Of course not. You have you you you've always, you've either always had it. I look back at my childhood and I don't. It's it's hard because I don't feel like I had anxiety as a kid. Mm. But I was all over the shop. Like when I talk to my friends, they're like, "Oh my god, you were always the loud one at school, and you're intense, and you're always interrupting." And but I duxed my school. Like I was super smart. You know what I mean? But yeah. I also got expelled for drawing a vagina on my. Of course he did. Thing and I then, love you so much. Yeah, I drew <laughs> I a vagina it. and I, I got expelled for two days and then my dad talked his way, talked me back into the school. But I feel like there's a lot of my behaviour that was ADHD type, but maybe I was just hyper. And maybe what I just have now is just anxiety. You know what I mean? It might but not maybe be it's ADHD. Not, and, that, and that's the thing. And I guess for you, a diagnosis would I've mean... I've been diagnosed with anxiety, with a generalised yes. anxiety disorder, 100%. But I was like on a diagnosis of ADHD would mean perhaps um, a, a different type of treatment, a different type of medication yeah. if you were open to that. And I think yeah. that's... People getting a diagnosis just so they can say I've got ADHD oh. is just because it's a trend yeah, is no, damaging to those who it, it it's debilitating. And that's why I literally haven't spoken about it because yeah. um, I don't know if I will. Even yeah. if I get a diagnosis, I don't know if I will because it's... I don't think me, another white woman, saying that she's got ADHD is going yeah. to necessarily help anybody. If it does, it sure, might great. Go, but it yeah. might. I mean, for me, reading Mia Friedman had it. I mean, we're both the exact same age. I certainly haven't mm. had anything like her success in media. But, you know, she we've, we've both sort of grown up two Jewish girls in Sydney. Well, I was in Sydney for a long time. Well, she was editor of Cleo and doing all her stuff. We've sort of had parallel not parallel lives. I mean, I don't want to say that. We're very different. But what I mean is same age, work in the media, you know, write TV, radio, whatever sort of thing. And so her coming out with her diagnosis, I actually just printed it off today because she wrote a big article in Mamma Mia. I printed it off in my bag. I'm mm. going to read it when I get home because I just want to read some of the stuff that she does because she's got all the – because when I read M. Rossiano's stuff, I went, yeah, I do a lot of that. But, again, yeah. self-diagnosis. It might and, not be ADHD. Just- I might just be fucking hyper. Or busy. Or busy, a lot of people or stressed are busy out. and stressed out, or something could have happened in your life that's making you feel these things. Um, yeah, again, but you can probably trace it back to childhood. But one of the things that um, I I've, I liked about Mia talking about hers when I looked over it yeah. is that she actually said, "This has been <laughs> sorry." Oh, that felt so good. How she, good is a sneeze? She actually oh. said, "This um, this has been really hard." This is really, really hard and yeah. my life has been hard. And I yeah. appreciated that because it's not just cute. <laughs> I forget things. It's not like that. No, fuck no. It's it, so it, much more than that. It affects the life in so many ways. Anyway, it's not an ADHD episode. I'm no, sure. it's what not. What we really want to know if is we are you going to? Yeah. Am I going to have a lesbian affair? I no, don't know. are you going to do oh. OnlyFans? Maybe oh. you have lesbians and <laughs> Both. Um, Both? I, I don't think I can do OnlyFans. I just don't think my boss would let me. And, and it's not that they have that power over me. I guess if I wanted to do something privately, but it would – I yes, just feel tough. that I'm a commercial breakfast radio announcer. I have a lot of kids listening to the show. We have a lot of kids listening to the show. And I just don't know if it's on brand 
and because I do work for a commercial company, they do kind of own you a bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. I have to get permission for them yeah. if I'm going to do certain stuff. There's I know contracts my life. with many things, isn't there, to act in a certain manner that protects you just, the brand. And- you just do. If I'm part of that brand, mm. I would have to check. Hey, I could check with them and they could go, what mm. you do in your spare time. But because I've got a public profile, what I do in my spare time, it would make, of course, it's going to make national headlines if it's I do an OnlyFans. absolutely going to. But would it just make it once and then no one would care? I feel like saying, oh, well. Yeah, I've got OnlyFans, so who cares? Yeah. Like I almost feel like would they care? Would anyone care? I don't know. I reckon you should just broach the conversation. Just have the conversation but with them. But then I'm nervous because – But you don't have to do it. No, but, but, I'm, the... but I'm nervous about like people that I know. Don't, but well, I... they don't have to subscribe. Yeah, you're right. They don't have to subscribe. They don't have to subscribe. And don't children watch... definitely won't be subscribing. Well, they're not subscribing. <laughs> I know. Would I do it? And if they are, well – A girlfriend sent chat. me – a girlfriend sent me. I'm not going to say who it is, but a girlfriend – because you're not meant to do this, obviously, but she screen recorded. That's legal. I know it's illegal. So she screen recorded someone's OnlyFans and you'll all know who she is, so I won't tell you. Yeah. And um, it's hot. Yeah. Like she is hot. And I'm like, I would so subscribe to that. I probably should. I probably yeah. should actually. But um, I've watched the video back a few times. I'm like, I don't know. It makes you if blush, I doesn't could it? do that. I'm like, that's so hot. But, but you, you are seriously putting a dildo right in your vagina and I can see everything. You don't have to do that though. No, it's not always like that, yeah. right? Like the, you can just do – some people just do photos. Well, I had a friend gardening. who had guys in her inbox all the time and she was like, you know what, I need to pay my phone bill so I'm going so what did to – So So she DM'd all the, the guys that had messaged her and yep. sent them a link. Yeah. Um, and she made $400 in a day, paid her bill and turned it off. And it was not. What did she do in the um, video? Just some bum shots. Nothing full on. Nothing. No. See, no. nothing too full on. You. This is the. This is the benefit of OnlyFans is that it's one hundred percent. You're in control. You only put out the content that you want to, and people are subscribing yep. for that. People are requesting things of you, and you absolutely can say I. No. Can I reject a subscriber? Like, what if my old high school teacher wanted to subscribe, and I was like, I don't want him oh. seeing my vagina. Can you reject? Ask. I'm going to find out for you. I wonder if you can, because if I had that power. Surely you'd probably, be able to remove subscribers. I do get a lot of messages from men who are like, oh, you look hot today. Oh, your boobs. Oh, you saw your tits on sunrise. Oh, you I just, saw them you're on fucking sunrise. Great. Well, you know, I had like cleavage out there like, oh, you know. Saw oh, your tits on sunrise. Oh, that, yeah. that camel toe in that bloody active wear. Oh, you've got to. What is it with you and camel toe in active wear? You like it because when you see. <laughs> I really see, don't. I really don't mean it. I don't mean it. Not yours. But when oh, you others, see other women, oh no, women, I love it. No, I love it. No, this. Listen, you, if you share it and you zoom in. If you in, are even slightly <laughs> by, you have to follow Yoga's Alert. Yoga's Alert. The camel toe. It is so sexual, but it's not. It's not um porn. It's literally just girls doing yoga poses. But like, I can understand now. I get it. Why guys, if they're in a yoga class, would get a boner because there are girls do it, and you're like, la 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 la, like they're. Oh God, I'm doing yoga wrong. <laughs> I am <laughs> sweating and grunting. No, and no, no, like- me too, me too. But I just mean in these particular poses, I can understand how a fully clothed woman. What I mean is, yeah, I find that more sexy than ne- than necessarily seeing some but girl see, spread her flaps. Then that might spread your flaps. That might be your kind of content then because there's a lot of like th- yeah. there's so much like yeah, uh, uh, explore it. I was going to say, look. I'm actually tempted. <laughs> just need, just knowing need... how much money these women make, it's like fuck off. I deserve to be making that kind of I coin des- too. I deserve this. I fucking deserve I this. I deserve it. I'm going to flash my tits and make some coin. Yes. There you go. And this you're is so point. good. You've got great tits. They're all right. They're I mean, fabulous. for 49, they're, they're, they're going they're okay. They're definitely going south, but it's, you know, it's a slow process. See, so. if you'd had children, they would already be south. You're right. So, <laughs> so glad. Another tick in the box of not having children. <laughs> Yay! But look, we, I, 
we need you on every season. Um, it's just yes, please. I, I feel like back. between now and season three, you're going to do so much. You could be like an OnlyFans success story. Can guy. you imagine? Can you imagine? God I, knows what you've should done. Should I have the chat? Because I've got contract chats coming up. I should just have say to my the boss, chat just if so I you had know. an OnlyFans account, how would this affect me? And I'm also wondering. I feel like we should record it. I feel like it'd be a really fun conversation yes. just to just to chat with my boss and go, what do you, and just record it. And then if it's considering considering how much breakfast radio used to be very boring and very mum friendly, very vanilla. to even have been as the host of this podcast and with what you discussed on this podcast, to even have been invited on to discuss that episode is such growth. I know. I think such so too. Growth. Oh it no! Great. I, I'm. And I, look, I had to push a little bit to get you on because they can veer on the side of being a little bit too cautious. But then I'm like, but we're just teasing the podcast, and we're talking about two women who are in their power, owning their shit. This is important. It's important that our listeners hear this and go, okay, I want to listen to this podcast because I need to know that it's okay to feel like shit or have anxiety or. Be bi-curious or whatever. Have threesomes. Have threesomes, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But, look, um, I just want to thank you again for being so open, so thank candid. You. I love and value you thank so you. much and I know our listeners do too. And That's I know so you're Madonna. beautiful. Like, oh, she's praying. Only big celebrities she's do that. She's right? been to Bali. <laughs> thank you so much. She's Namaste. Like, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really Can am tempted. Sunny's next time? I'm tempted to go back to that place. In Bali. Do it before episode, season three. But I, well, I've got it, yeah, okay, but I, if I go back there. But also I just, I feel like this is really rude, but I want to go, can I choose the lady? That's Ask. the thing. I feel like back Again. I'm like, I need to be attracted to her. If she's going to be doing things to me sexually, I need to be attracted to her. Sexually doing things to me, I need to be attracted to yeah. Have, um, see, because I have a particular woman that I'm attracted to. When, I, when I'm attracted to a woman, yeah. I have a particular type that yeah. I'm attracted to and we, you'd be the same. But we kind of do. I mean, the same I, with men. I've got a particular type of man. I feel like, t- but also, but but then again, I thought I had a particular type of man, but I've had sexual chemistry with men that I'm like, oh, see, I don't, I don't know if I physically find you that attractive, but we've got some fucking chemistry. Yeah, okay. Is that weird? You don't Not get that the on the apps. Yeah. You don't get that on the apps. Yeah. And that's why I always feel bad, but I always get the banter. If they've got sexy Banters, banter. Or even just funny banter. Got to have a sense Funny of banter. Yeah. <clears throat> if a guy can make me laugh, yeah. that's massive because it's usually me making them laugh. That's true. They always say back, you're hilarious, and I'm like, I fucking wish you well, were. Well, will you be funny for once? Yeah, how about you this be funny? Is, I am tired from being have funny. Have a very attractive <laughs> penis and be very funny and buy the first and have four me. dates of food and you've got me. And have me wailing like a donkey. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Oh, someone listened to the podcast and said that. Or something, and then he said, "Yeah, yeah," and then we had sex, and he went, "Yeah, you yeah. do, yeah, it's sort of." Like a donkey. It's a bit, bit donkeyish, and I was like, "Well, that's a testament to you." Well, yeah. you got me there. Well done. <laughs> If you want to hear more of Bianca Dye, you can listen to her episode in season one of Someone Ladylike or tune in every morning to 90.9 CFM between 6 and 9 a.m. We're technically on from 5.35. Yeah. Well, no, it's a pre-recorded hour. It's good. It's a listener hour. Sorry if you're listening oh. and I've broken your heart. We're not really in there live. So we have a best of between because the competition like we have to do you we, start live at six yeah we start live at six that's the stuff you want guys yeah that's the good stuff but the pre-record the the, the pre-record is from the the best bits from the day before a replay between five and six ah. clever who's up i know no do you know what you the are. roads no but when i'm driving around like I, I only live i'm in broad beach stations in broad beach so i literally drive three streets to work i'm very lucky um could but what well, yeah i could, definitely could walk um but why the fuck would i No, I, do I you like tradies yeah, you oh, could yeah, pick up on the way. That's Tra- all. That's all. Who's out? And yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah. Tradies at that time. Just keep your window. Down. The roads are busy though. Is it all people at the gym? Who the fuck is up at five o'clock? Tradies and old people who can't sleep. And old people bed, like yeah. us. 
<laughs> I'm not pissing the bed. I'm sweating through the bed. I'm it's ridiculous. Through. I'm squirting. No, oh, I'm not. We've had that chat. Oh, my God. Did you listen to the episode after you came on? It was uh, epi- with Rob. Rob and Katie. No. Um, and they talk about, you've, okay, go oh, back can and I listen please, to episode one. Because I, I, I feel like there was one that I needed to go back and listen to. Well, there's all of them I need to go back and listen to. But um, yeah, they what do, they say? Um, uh, sex parties and um, yeah, you'll love it. Episode one of season two, okay, um, and they talk about squirting. His his whole um, porn channel is dedicated to teaching guys how to make girls squirt. So, are you serious? Yeah, yeah you'll shit. love it. Okay, you'll I love will it. Be down I'll link that. you. I'll, I'll message you. Can you, you. please send me the link? Yeah, copy and paste. All right, thank you. Thanks, B. Thank you. All right, it is time for Nessa's burn book. The glue stick and the scissors are out. Who's going in the bin? This week's entry was sent in by a Journey to Worthy Army member, an avid so unladylike listener. This week, a former Big Brother contestant, come influencer, was filmed by her bestie declaring the following. Oh, you know, I, I, I like to make my money by approving in a product and loving a product organically and sharing it with my audience rather than myself with a f***ing dildo and making money off and and like and like ending marriages you know how many girls would go through their boyfriend's phone and see that they're secretly subscribed to girls only fans and that's the end of a f***ing marriage right there the voice you hear is none other than sky wheatley this internalized misogyny that the woman is always to blame for ending marriages really needs to be called out the first time i saw this video i have to admit i honestly thought that Sky was directing it at someone in particular. It sounds like she's almost relaying an argument um, with someone else, obviously an OnlyFans creator, to her bestie Michael Finch, and it's been filmed and shared. They are no longer talking. They have unfollowed each other on Instagram. Uh, And the cynic in me wonders if it was a bit of a PR stunt. Like, why were you filming in the car while having this conversation? Um, Yeah, either way, look, supporting and empowering women doesn't mean we don't call out bullshit behavior by one of our own. Sky's statement that girls are looking through their boyfriend's phone, seeing that they follow OnlyFans, ending marriages needs to be unpacked. Firstly, no partner should be going through another partner's phone. That is digital spying crap and everyone is entitled to their privacy. If you can't trust someone due to a fault of their own, it might be time to leave the relationship. If you can't trust someone from your own internalized issues, it might be time to leave the relationship. Breaching privacy isn't okay. Second of all, it's not the OnlyFans creator's fault if a marriage ends. That's laughable. Reminds me of when a husband cheats and, um, you know, we hate the woman that he cheated with, but we stay with the man. Our issue should never be with the content creator. In addition to this, being an influencer and using your body, your skin and your children to promote clothing, skincare and products does not hold you to any higher moral standard than an OnlyFans creator. No one is better or holds more value than another based on their job. It's legal, it's consensual, and it's not hurting anyone. Sky, I do feel for you having this conversation shared if it wasn't a PR stunt. Part of me still thinks that it was. You must feel betrayed by your BFF, but for this and your previous statements that there's no reason for women to not leave an abusive relationship and that you don't feel sorry for DV victims who stay but have the means to leave, you're in the book. You're going in the bin. All right. 
This time next week, I'll be post-event. So until then, keep listening, keep sending in your messages to the team at So Unladylike Pod on Instagram or to me directly at Jenny Toworthy Official also on Instagram. Until then, bye, bitches. If you love this episode, please be sure to subscribe, follow, and rate us five stars. Join us on Instagram at So Unladylike Pod and Journey to Worthy Official and keep sending in your questions, confessions, and opinions. You guys are so unladylike and we are here for it. See you next week, bitches.